Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox from Halos in the Infield. Have you ever thought of owning your own Amazon store? Amazon is making a killing nowadays. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about people making additional income through Amazon. And that's what we all need to do, especially with the price of gas soaring, food prices on the rise, and the economy taking a fall. So why not make some extra money? So there's this company I know about called Riley Ecom who can help you set your own store up without having to spend hours learning how to run it. They do everything for you. So if anyone is interested in knowing more about owning an Amazon store or has any questions at all, please call Jason at Riley Ecom at 562-455-7154. Tell him that Todd Fox sent you. Once again, that's 562-455-7154 because who can use some easy money right now and some extra money? I know I can. How about you? Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield, the podcast forum with your host, Todd Fox. And we have two other hosts of the show. Number one, Jason Hester. All right, Jason Hester and the other host of the show, Vince Mello. Vince Mello, yes. Yes, sir. Lifelong Angel fans. Uh, let's hear a little bit about you first, JT. We got, uh, got to you last time a little bit, but uh, reintroduce yourself to the fans. Tell them a little bit about yourself and the Angel fandom and what you're going through this season. Oh yeah, absolutely. So Jason Hester, also go by JT. Um, I, I'm mainly known for running the Halos and Infield TikTok. Got a couple uh, somewhat viral videos there. Uh, lifelong Halo fan, obviously. Um, hopefully to do a little bit better than I'm doing right now. Trying to go more games every single week. Uh, so far, I got two more games on the slot, but trying to get as many as possible. Cool, cool. All right, Vince. Uh, I just like to make memes, and I I usually send them to Todd for credit. <laughs> <laughs> so most memes you guys could see could be from me usually <laughs> yeah so exactly he's a lifelong angels fan as well so you'll see more of these guys as the season progresses hopefully the season will turn around but we're going to get into what's been happening the last couple games uh as they had a series with seattle they did very good up in seattle winning four out of five but but again they didn't score as many runs Although getting the four out of five, most of it came from Mike Mike Trout. And first off, I'll ask you guys this. Mike Trout, your thoughts on him? Is he back? Is he in form? Is this going to be – or is that something that just happened against Seattle and the Royals? And is this going to be – or are we going to see him break out more as the season progresses? Um, I don't Honestly – I don't, I don't yeah. think that he's like um, gone anywhere necessarily. When you get injured, you're not going to be the greatest player of all time. But like the fact that yeah. he's doing this at a certain age after multiple injuries years after years, like I, I don't think he's left. If I want to be honest, like he, every single player, no matter how good, how bad you are, you're going to have slumps every once in a while. You're going to be bad. You're going to be great sometimes. It just so happened he was great against a team that he owns, but um, I, I don't think he's left. Okay. Vince? Uh, as for me, yeah, I feel like he's just in a slump right now, too. Yeah, you know, I've been watching him since he came up when I was younger, and, you know, he can do things. So I personally think that, yeah, he's in a slump, and I think he's going to hopefully turn it around this year. But we'll see what happens. Okay, and speaking of Mike Trout, with all, everything that happened, obviously we're going to get into the Seattle series here in a minute, but I had to sidetrack you guys again. Um, look, there's been a lot of talk about is it time to trade him because if you look at his age right now, by the end of the season he'll be 31. And I, I think he has a good five, six more years of prime left in him before he starts a steady, slow decline as he approaches 40. You can still get a King's Ransom for him 
is this something that the Angels explore in the offseason, in your opinion, as a trade? I honestly honestly think it depends on show he's going. If he if he resigns, then keep on building the team we have now. But let's say he does go, and then let's say our record declines or our team drastically declines within the next year. It might be it might be a situation that we might have to use, but um like let's be honest here. I, I feel like he was loyal to us. He could have easily went to the Phillies a couple years ago when he resigned, but He's loyal to us. Like we owe everything to this guy. Like in my opinion, he's one of the greatest players I've ever played. Like we, I feel like we need to stay loyal. To him I agree. Somewhere. Okay. Well, you have anything else to expound on that, Vince? Besides that, or um, personally, I don't see him going anywhere. I really don't because I know he, I know he loves to hear with us. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say, surprisingly, he loves to hear with us. <laughs> <laughs> us. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like he, yeah, like JT said, you know, yeah, he's really loyal to us. And I honestly thought for sure he was going to go to Philly. Honestly, if we didn't sign him long 2019 i just thought for sure he was going to go to philly but but yeah i personally don't see him going anywhere yeah i think that's the thing that scares a lot of angel fans i mean because uh i think this was a year when it first started in the first 44 games everyone felt like man we i think we're on the we're onto something here um but the fact that unless they make a run you know we're going to miss the playoffs again it kind of hurts the re-signability of these guys or at least otani and uh, you'd like to have healthy guys to build around. You know, we haven't seen anything, you know, marginal even out of Rendon. And I think that's what's scary, too. Um, you know, we're in year – we're going to go into year four, the halfway point of his contract, basically. And we haven't seen one good season. Um, nobody's going to take that contract, so we're going to get Rendon back. We're going to have at least one more year of Otani if that's not moved. And we're definitely going to have Trout, you know – Throw this season away. Do you think with what they've learned, you know, the pitching is is going to be all right? Do you think with a good off season, this team could be primed next year for a, a run? I, I personally think so. Like, I don't want to sound like a halo honk here, but um, <laughs> you you could tell in the first part of the season we had the talent, or at least we could figure out ways to win. Like, get a couple more pieces, get a little bit more depth in that roster, maybe even another star player if we had the money for it. Like. I, I can see ourselves moving up as uh, as maybe the Astros move down a little bit as well. Okay, JT. I mean, Vince. Sorry. Uh, personally, I think we could we could also this off season. I'm just hoping you know, like we could really. Cause I don't really know who's going to be like who, um, big pitcher wise is going to be free agents this off season. I'm hoping we can go for one of them. Like I had high hopes we were going to go for Garrett Cole in 2019, but mm-hmm. then we ended up with Rendon, and then. And I was hoping for power, and then look what happened with him. And then, but hopefully, we can. I mean, I feel like if Otani doesn't want to stay with us, I want to say we might trade him for a good pitcher, but it's hard to believe. If anything, I maybe we would trade somebody like Joe Adele for pitching, but yeah, but yeah, it's just, but yeah, I'm hoping we can improve though, not to sound like a halo honk, also. Like he said. <laughs> well, I mean, like <laughs> it's so. I feel you. I mean, it's just hard to, to give up a season this early, you know, like I'm one of those that I'll root for them until they're mathematically eliminated and, and still I'll, I'll go through the pain of going to games when they're out. But um, I, I really want them to make a run. At least I don't want them to whimper to the finish line. And I would hate to see if we come to the deadline and Syndergaard and Lorenzen are dangled out there or even Adele as trade pieces. I mean, maybe Adele needs a, a change of scenery because do you guys – and here's the last question I'm going to ask before we get into the actual on-the-field stuff. But speaking of Joe Adele, 
in your personal opinion, do you think the Angels have done him right organizationally wise, giving him the best uh, tools to succeed or bringing him up, calling him, uh, putting him down? Do you think they've treated him right or do you think he's been unfairly treated as a player uh, through the system? Uh, I'm going to be honest. The first season, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Even Shohei Otani didn't play too well in the COVID year. Like, it was, it's totally different than what we're usually used to. But um, I feel like him and also Luis Rentifo have been given multiple chances. Um, they have been given opportunities for, to perform. And maybe besides, like, some great defensive plays, like, over the past two years and, like, that one grand slam in, uh, in Detroit, like, considering the fact that when we drafted him, we thought he might be the next Mike Trout, like, he, he should be at another level by now, and it really sucks. He definitely has the talent. We all know that, but mm-hmm. maybe a change of scenery changes that for him. Okay. Yeah, I yeah I agree with JT as well. You know, like, you know, I was super hyped too, you know, because everybody, like like he said, was having him up as the next Mike Trout or even Fernando Tatis Jr., you know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I feel like we've given him a lot of chances. Um and it just seems like he's, his struggles are mainly just catching a ball in the outfield, really. I mean, he's he's getting some good swings here and there. But I still think he wasn't what we all hoped he was going to be. Like it, like I said, like a Mike Trout or Fernando Tatis. So, yeah, okay, that's my opinion. That's fair yeah, enough. Just watch. If, if he did happen to go to the Dodgers, someone like that, he'd be their star player. You just watch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I know for a fact that would happen. See, yeah, that's a thing too. You take like even with Heaney when he went to the Dodgers, he pitched like phenomenal before he got oh hurt. Oh my god! So it's yes. like, yeah, I don't want to see any angel go over there, please. I, I you know, I'm, I've been jaded by when when uh, or hurt when uh, our boy Kendrick went over there. So oh yeah, yeah. Like you see, like last night when Upton was batting with the bases loaded, because I went to the game last night. I don't know if I told you guys, but. Up th- when up thing was batting with the bases loaded, I had so much anxiety. I'm like, I swear, if this dude hits a grand slam, we are literally cursed. <laughs> well, I w- he struck out, and I think everybody was pretty happy about that. And he broke his bat, and that, that was funny. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty sick when he did that. I mean, that takes a lot of power in those thighs to do that. But I was gonna say, those guys that sit down that used to be Uptown Funk last year, they don't they don't have that that uh, those designs anymore or the the um, outfits anymore. They just sit in the front. I was like, man, if those if that dude hits a grand slam right now, someone kick them out, please, because you know they still have love for up. There. Yeah, they were there last night too. They showed them on the screen. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so. they, I don't, I don't think they really dress as much anymore. Because like, who knows? Yeah, they were uh, in like blue, like Seattle blue colors. Yeah, because yeah, that's he might, weird. He might be in, he might be in like Tacoma next week, you know? So yes, if he's going to even be in the roster. Dude, I I saw them the other day when I saw Angel's grandma down there. And uh, they were just dressed in street clothes, and they saw me, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "What do you guys call each other now? Like, just fans?" <laughs> There's no more uptown funk, obviously. Um, so yeah, so so moving on from that, uh, you know, they opened up the three game series with Seattle. Um, right now, I mean, as the standings look, um, we're we're tied, I think, with Seattle, Baltimore, Baltimore, the Orioles, Baltimore, oh. That entire division in the East is eligible or close to a wild card spot, which is crazy. You know, you got the Yankees leading the division and everyone else is alive still, which usually we're used to two teams in that division being dead already, or at least one, and they're all alive right now. And we got to jump those teams, including Texas, Ohio, Boston, and the White Sox. So, I mean, there's yeah. too many teams vying for one spot. 
Uh, so this is going to be pretty crazy, which if there's that many teams alive, the trade pieces and trade partners are going to be few and far between. So the Angels are going to have to maybe pay out more if they get closer. Question is to you guys right now, with this series and how they played, losing two out of three to Seattle, losing two out of three to the Kansas City, now with Chicago coming up, can this team turn it around and get close to the wild card, you know, closer and then make a move to put them over the top? Uh, one way to find out, right? You're playing one of the teams you have to beat, uh, get get at least two games ahead of, or two games up. Uh, that's the only way to find out, honestly. You got to beat these teams that are up against you that you need to finish against. Sorry, I said that a little weird, but um, <laughs> you need to beat these teams that are ahead of you, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it's the perfect opportunity. And right after we have Houston, so it, we need to go on a hot streak. Hopefully that fight today uh, sparks something, but we'll yeah. find out. All right, Vince. Yes, for me, I hope, like, we just need to get some hits. You know, we got to stop swinging for the fences all the time. I feel like that's our big problem right now. Mm -hmm. It's like you can tell, like, half of our batters, like Velasquez and Marsh, you can tell it's like they're trying to hit it out. It's like I feel like our batters just need to learn to, like, hit bunts when we have when we have um, runners on the bases. And, like, if we do that, I feel like we could definitely score some runs. So Yeah, I, I feel like that should be Velasquez and uh, Wade's only job, honestly. Like, obviously get a hit. Oh, my gosh, I like, know. In those situations, they have that speed. It was shown today when Velasquez got that crappy hit and it barely went in. He <laughs> had the speed to get through. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wade just need to focus on the bunts. Like, it, it may look stupid. It may not look super cool. Don't It won't be on ESPN, but get that bun and get on base. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, that was that was the thing that if, you know, the only thing I take about when they talk about the 2002 uh, celebration and they talked about the Oakland A's um, in that movie, they were talking about a hits as good as a walk. Just get on base. You know, we don't need to swing for the fences, slap the ball the other way. I mean, I wish we had a hitting instructor from that movie or, you know, uh, one that, uh, you know, like what Darren Erstad was talking about, the O2 uh, celebration. Um, yeah. I like the fact that, you know, he's being mentioned as a possible manager. And if a guy like him takes over, you best believe he's going to get a hitting instructor in there that's going to teach these guys to do what you guys are talking about. Because a guy that reminds me of an Angels 2002-type hitter who would have fit on that team is a David McKinnon. He's a guy who is not swinging for the fences. He's just trying to make contact. He's looking to work a walk if he can. He takes what the pitcher gives you. Uh, those are the unselfish players that we need on this club. And Renifo, I've seen him, too, putting the barrel on the bat lately, not really trying to kill the ball, takes what the pitcher gives him. If we get more hitters like that in the lineup, you know, screw Velasquez, Suzuki, Wade, they're, they're not using their talents, bench them. Get more guys up here like that. And I think we're going to wind up seeing the value of that, and uh, we're going to see players come up like that because that's the only way, like you guys say, we're going to win because again, we only scored two runs today, you know, and we've only, yeah. and we've been scoring under four runs a lot. And that's not what this team should be doing. Yeah. When you see players like Mike Trout and Shohei Otani gets walked as much as they did today, like there's nothing they can do. Like, obviously when you have two of the greatest players in the league at the moment, like you should be getting those good runs consistently, but like, obviously there are a lot of walks. So the back end of the batting order just needs to pick up the pace for them and like, Unfortunately, they're just not doing it right now. They got to do it eventually, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with JT. And do you guys think that um, – do you think there's going to be any more firings of the coaching staff or promotions, demotions by the end of the season? 
else right now. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, I hope so. Any yeah. Coaches, yeah. If there's another losing streak, I feel like they just might be um, picking straws. And I feel like Nevin is on the hot seat. I personally love Nevin. I think he's a phenomenal coach, like the fire under him. I just love mm -hmm. it. But yeah, um, just I like considering too. his, uh, his like his small amount of time as being the MLB head coach, like I feel like he just might be like, oh, we're losing. You're the reason. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. but hopefully not. I like what happened. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I wouldn't want him to get you know the axe for for the team's uh, play. Uh, so so getting into this uh, right now, let's talk about what they did. If I could pull this up here, the Angels in Game One. Um, a loss to the Mariners, four to three. Thoughts on that game on Friday? Um, I want to be honest. I was working that night, so I watched the highlights. It nothing too special. When you're, even though we all thought the Mariners were going to be this crazy team coming into the season with all their acquisitions and their previously uh, young core, like mm -hmm. you, they're not that team. They're not that team. It sucks for Mariners fans, but um. Yeah, when you're playing against a team like that, and when you have a player that owns that franchise, you you play out of water, you know. Especially when you lose to a team like Kansas City, two out of three games. Like this is a game you need to be pounding that team into the fence. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. Continuously scoring, and you couldn't really do that. Vince. Yeah, and the same thing earlier this year. You know, when Baltimore took two, three of us, or three games of us at home. You know, like he said, you know, yeah, we got to be pounding these teams and, or at least taking the series. You know, I would hope, I mean, I'm sure all Halo fans would hope for a sweep, but but it's not looking good so far, you know. But, yeah. but yeah, like JT said, you know, we just got to be, we just got to be beating up these teams that that are like, you know, the worst in the league right now. Yeah, and, and, and Seattle, like he said, you know, they're just, they got the pitching, they just haven't had the hitting. And it, and it doesn't matter who they put out there, but uh, this game was frustrating uh, they pulled Lorenzen early in three innings, went to a bullpen game. The bullpen held their own, but Angels could only muster three runs. Uh, but they had ten hits, left guys on base. So it was like the same old story in this game. And then that moved us to game two, which was Saturday night. The Angels lost that game five to three. Every time they would score, they gave a run right back. So, uh, you know, what was your impression on that game? Um, I watched a little bit later, but, like, the fact that what you just said, they kept on giving up a run right after uh, they got a run. It was completely embarrassing. It was absolutely aggravating just watching this team say, oh, well, we got we got another one. Let's just keep this. Let's just keep on building off of it. And then kind of like similar today, they had so many opportunities to, to get more runs and we just keep on missing because the back end of our batting order just honestly can't perform. Um, but overall, just completely aggravating watching this team because there's multiple opportunities to win, like I just said, it just couldn't pan out for us. Exactly. And for game two, you know, I got a lot of say myself because I was there at the stadium, you know. Um, we there, definitely man. had our chances. We definitely had our chances, you know, like the first inning. I forget who hit the home run in Seattle, but that ball was crushed. You know, that was just a wrong pitch that oh, uh, Sandoval threw to him. Yeah, I forgot his name. Guy. Yeah, he's, he's a J.P. Crawford, he's a right? Is it him? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, it is, man, it's, I forgot his name. Do you know his name? It's Hernandez. Yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> he, he's a dog, though. Rodriguez, Julio yeah. Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez, there we go. Yeah. 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 You know, that home run by him in the first inning was just crushed. You know, I saw it just from up above. You know, I was in section 421, and, you know, that Otani home run was huge. I just wish we had runners on base for that, you know, because that would have been a huge lead for us. You know, and, you know, the bullpen, um, Jose Quintana, is that his name? 
Yeah, Iglesias. No, not Iglesias. Uh, what's his name? Quintana? Quintana. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, when he gave up the lead and I think it was like the fifth or sixth inning, you know, there were actually, believe it or not, Halo fans booing. You know, like they were upset. You know, like there was a lot of people booing him after they gave up the lead. I feel like the fans were just really into the game last night. So it was. It almost felt like a sold out crowd. It just, just the only place that really didn't have fans were just you know those up, those up right and left field corners up there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, the stadium was pretty packed for a Saturday. And you know that Kurt Suzuki home run. I feel like he just got lucky. Yeah. Got the hit. It, so. <laughs> Did you see a celebration? Did you see a celebration? Yeah. He's like number oh, one, baby. Say. I was just yeah. gonna say I had the same feeling you had with uh Velasquez a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm talking about? We're like, yeah. don't celebrate. I had that same feeling. I'm like, <laughs> you're for real celebrating doing your job. Like you this is the first thing you've done, like somewhat all right, practically this whole season, buddy. Like yeah. calm down a bit. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. I, I think Squid makes good defensive play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause God. every time I mean, how many times did a guy steal second base and Suzuki either fumbled the ball trying to get it out of his glove? And it was oh a my goodness. He, he was he was so bad catching last night. I just saw everybody was like, What the hell, Kurt? Yeah, yeah. And and that was the thing. I, did you guys go to the two thousand two night, you know, on Wednesday? Yeah, I, I was did. going to. I decided not to last second. I regret it. Oh, okay, because I was just going to say, I don't know, Vince, if since you got the vibe from Wednesday to Saturday, I could tell on TV Saturday's game felt like a real, almost like a playoff game. The fans were yeah. into it. Was it me or was the crowd dead on Wednesday? Like, like they didn't know what to think the entire night. Yeah, it was. Like, I remember when I first got there, the stadium felt dead. I'm like, is this really like all the people are going to show up tonight for our ceremony? That's kind of sad. Yeah, and, and but, but I mean, like, the crowd noise, the anticipation, they were kind yeah. of quiet. Yeah, crowd noise, too, yeah, because I feel like, I don't know, but, yeah, it did feel kind of quiet. Yeah, I'm just glad they got the W that night, but. Uh, yeah, it had, was like 5 nothing the final score, I think. And then if I'm correct, when I saw Seattle win at the end, they had a lot of fans in right in, uh, on the first base side. Was that me, or is it just, was there a lot of Seattle fans there? Oh, yeah, there was a lot of Seattle fans there. I couldn't believe it. That's crazy. I haven't. You know, like. You know, like I before the game, I had I was across the street at the Golden Road Bar with my cousin because I went with my cousin last night. And there was a lot of Seattle fans there, and he's like, "Why is there Seattle fans here?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's just we're just here." <laughs> That's a little weird. It is weird. I haven't seen that many Seattle fans in the stadium since Ichiro days. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Um, so they lose that game, and then that brings us to today's game, which is Sunday afternoon. There was a fraction of the fans there today then there was uh you know jt was obviously there today um it was pretty that the, damn hot yeah oh yeah oh my yeah, god i've been inside all day so i can't imagine yeah <laughs> this amazing attendant she had a bottle of sunscreen with her and she would just walk around and see if anyone needed anything i was like I, that saved my life oh that's pretty cool that saved my life yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> otherwise you'd be as red as that sweater right now <laughs> no, I, I, the sweater would be red as me. Oh, okay, yeah, there you yeah. Go. You see, yeah. like, of like the four years I've been a season seat holder at the stadium, I've only gone mm-hmm. to two afternoon games, and both times it was hot as hell. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I, I so. try to do one just because like it's different, but usually when I'm there, I'm like, why the hell did I do this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I remember my last day game I went to in 2019, like it was so hot. I was there with my family, and we were down, I think, like eight to two or something like that. I forgot who we were playing. I think we were playing. Um, where are we playing? We might have been playing the White Sox, I think, something like that. 
then my family just wanted to leave because they were just sweating and i'm just like no i want to stay i want to stay but they just <laughs> went in the shade while i was just there dying i'm like yeah it is kind of hot it's of course right after we leave I, I forgot who walked it off that game but somebody hit a walk-off home run i think it might have been cole calhoun i don't remember yeah but but right off that yeah. I, I was like wow See, I only went to one day game where it was nice, actually. I went when it was, like, I think still June, and they had a rare midweek uh, day game. And uh, I went, and it was overcast. It was, like, a 12 o'clock start, and it, oh, it wow. stayed overcast all day until, like, the very end when, when they were about ready to win. So I was happy. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like, It wasn't bad at all. So uh, you oh, have wow. that rarely at the Big A. Yeah. yeah um, early in the year. I wanted to go to a game because I, I always thought it'd be cool. I'm like, I get off school around like 12-ish. Mm -hmm. I'm like, um, it would be pretty cool to just go straight to the stadium right after a game. There's a game at like 110, 120. It's when we were playing the Guardians. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, that would be pretty oh, that's cool. cool. Day game. I got so damn lucky. It was like so like high, or low 70s, high 60s, just nice breeze coming in. It was, it was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And they sweet. Yeah, I remember one of the games I went to this year, I think it might have been in April or May, I remember one of the games that we, I went to this year by like the seventh or eighth inning, it was already like, I think like 52 degrees outside. So it was, it was nice. Seth, that's <laughs> the thing that we can't enjoy here being in Anaheim, like is to go to another city, like in the Midwest where they have, you know, especially early in the season where it's cold, it's cold as oh funk and they play a lot of day games. Uh, but even in the summertime, you know, um, they'll get away with a, a, a early morning game or something like that. So I mean, we just we just don't have that luck over here where it's cool. I mean, in summertime, if it's a day game, usually, God damn, it's hot, especially Sundays. Oh, yeah. But, I will say Wednesday felt like Yankee Stadium because of that thunderstorm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I so. thought that game was going to get canceled. Like, I woke up to, like, the rain hitting against my window. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what a bummer. Yeah. Like, this is, like, I thought it was going to be a rain out, like, 2019, which I happened to go to that game, and I remember when they canceled it, everyone was so pissed. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, we – I thought it was – I thought it wasn't going to be. I thought it was strictly because there's like lightning in the area. So I was like, damn, they've been like hyping. Yeah, like some lightning strikes looked like they were almost behind the Honda Center, but I'm sure they were farther, but they just looked close behind the Honda Center. I remember people kept going, whoa, and everybody's like, what the hell? Like, what are they whoa at? <laughs> at? So. Yeah, you miss, uh, messaged me, right, about the lightning, I think, because I was walking the concourse, and then as soon as he messaged me, I looked over, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's some lightning right there, because yeah. I was I was scared it was going to get canceled, too. I, I really wanted to check it, because it was humid as funk. All the players in the, oh, yeah. in the, uh, the 2002 celebration, they were all sweating like crazy. But uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, definitely. I actually had posted a picture of the lightning and I tweeted at Gooby on Twitter and he, he liked my post. I'm assuming him and Patrick probably saw the lightning up there as well. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. yeah. Love I love Gooby. Yeah. He doesn't, man. I mean, I don't think he, he can piss off anybody. Um, but yeah, let's let's get to today's game, man. Okay. Because obviously this, the final score was two to one, but that was overshadowed. I mean, the Angels played small ball and good pitching, got a rare W. You know, I'm not going to take too much out of this one because it's the Mariners, but we're going to talk about what happened when Vince went, which led to today. So you want to tell them what happened with uh, with Mike Trout in uh, on Saturday night? Oh, yeah. Mike Trout almost got hit in the head in the ninth inning, and, like, the whole stadium was, like, riling with booze. Like, everybody was pissed. Everybody's like, oh, what are you doing throwing at Mike Trout? He can knock your ass out in a second. <laughs> Just <laughs> – yeah, yeah, the fans were heated when they 
when they nearly hit him. There was like an inning too where it almost hit Shohei and people were getting mad. And then there was another inning where it almost hit Kurt Suzuki and people were getting mad. And it's like, gosh, what's Seattle's deal, you know? Well, and uh, a little bit on that too with Mike Trout, like obviously people know him as like this calm, cool, collected guy. And when he was talking about that post game, about that that one wild pitch, like you know that that meant a lot to him. You know, he's like, if you're gonna hit me, hit me in the ribs, don't go for my head. So, you know, not only did I get the Trout, that I got to the team. So, that's a little thing too. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm glad you brought that up because I believe that's what got everything going today. Because oh, yeah. usually, yeah. like everyone's always complaining, Trout doesn't say anything. He's not vocal. Well, he he vocalized his frustration, and like JT said, and like Vince said, it got back to the team, and it was set up for something like this to happen, and look what happened. Uh, JT, you want to tell him what happened? Walk us through what happened in the, today's oh, game. <laughs> yeah, so I'll start it off with this ESPN notification I got about 10 minutes ago. Uh, fan, Seeds Pro Ball Pizza. Mariners fan, Seeds Jesse Winker with the pizza after the injection. So I guess uh, some fan chucked a pizza at Jesse Winker today. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's go Angels, man. Best All right. In the league. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. I get there um, it, a little off topic, but I found it weird. Uh, I, I I heard that Jose Suarez was going to start and then um, Wants or Wants mm-hmm. he started. So I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. Ended up that Suarez ended up playing. So, oh, well. But I, I found that a little, a little weird. And uh, – if it wasn't the first batter, it was a second batter. Um, threw a ball at him. I didn't think too much of it. I obviously knew about yesterday, but I'm like, well, wild pitches happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, until the umpires, they all got together and they were like contemplating, like, are we going to throw this guy out? Or is this like uh, from the previous game? Or are they just building off of that? But thankfully, they let them play until um, the second inning. Chucked the ball at Winker. And at that point on, it was just – it was a uh, fury, you know, um, people talking about Rendon, people talking about Suzuki, all these guys, mm-hmm. uh, McKinnon, McKinnon didn't get enough love. I, oh, yeah. I was sitting, I was sitting, or I was sitting like a couple rows back with me and my buddy. We immediately ran to the front row. Cause like, we got to see this. Um, you can see from this angle. I don't think the camera got it. He was punching some of the face. Just like, <laughs> yeah, he was going asshole. No, it 100% could have been Syndergaard. Maybe I saw the hair on the, <laughs> And the headband, but I'm pretty sure that was uh, that was uh, God McKinnon or whatever his name is. I, I'm blanking right it's now. It's so hard to tell. It's like McKinnon's like a mini me in the guard. He is. Yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah. Time. But yeah, craziest thing. I've never seen anything like that. I'm so glad I did. Um, closest thing to it was when Albert Pujols was talking shit to one of those teams a couple years ago, and then oh my gosh, people, I was at yeah. that game, dude. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, talking. That's like the closest thing to it, and. All around, I've never seen a brawl like that, at least. Like, it felt very 1970s, you know? Just, uh, I don't care who it is, I'm punching the guy in the face. And, like, what you were saying, the postgame show, like, we are so lucky nobody got hurt, especially with our injury-prone team like that. Um, oh, yeah. We got extremely lucky, especially with those metal cleats, even the plastic ones. Like, that could have been a very bad injury, especially for one of the pitchers that actually needs the arm, you know? So Yeah, like, uh, I'll definitely say – that's probably one of the craziest fights I've seen since Rugnino door punched Batista. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, they, so there must have been something in the water today because not, that wasn't the only fight. Um, obviously, that was a, that was a big one. But um, around like the fifth inning, I saw a Mariners and Angels fan getting in a full on fist fight. The cops had to come down and they couldn't even hold him down. Like you would see, you would see the guy throwing the the security guards out of the way and keep on like wailing at this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh my uh, goodness. 
Yeah, and around the eighth inning, eighth, ninth inning, there is this one, like, drunk group of guys, like, college age somewhat. Um, they snuck into where I was sitting, and um, not only did they take this family's uh, seat area, but they ate their food. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah. my goodness. So they eventually got kicked out. I have no idea how they got back. Um, and when they did, they just kept on yelling, cry about it, cry about it. Oh, shit. And they went in. <laughs> They got yelled in his face, cry about it. Guy turns around, takes off his jersey, just like slams this guy. And then you can tell this guy in general could whoop all their asses because he just pushed this guy. He goes flying. And uh, thankfully, that guy didn't get in trouble because he was just he was defending his family. But everyone else, I, I'm pretty sure they got arrested. So must have been something. Oh, in the my area goodness. I'm telling you, the security in Anaheim is terrible. Uh, you know, and, and, it is. And they only beef it up when the Dodgers or Yankees come. Uh, that's when you see the bigger guys. For the most part, it's a bunch of old retired people. It's like, what are they gonna do when you have these young guys that are fat, fighting? It was a fat cop walking down the stairs. Just went seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed the, the cops thing. were there last night too. Like, oh apparently, I think something happened in right field last night. Then those right field bleachers, because like I kept hearing like a bunch of like like yelling and like chanting over there and like everybody was looking over there and people were had like binoculars and they just couldn't see what was going on down there i want to say oh, it was maybe like a fight or something but it was weird that yeah the cops had to show up so and then um the winker flipping everyone off too like it was a cool oh my gosh like, that made me pissed when i saw all, that they all gave him the bird you know yeah everyone, <laughs> to do. everyone gave him the bird right back well what sucks is we don't what's well, what sucks is we don't play Seattle anytime soon right now, and that's what sucks. We we I would love for them to come back to the Big A real quick here, because uh, you know the fans are gonna be waiting for him when they come back here. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So you like in the infield, they made the shirt of uh, of Rendon like just get in his face. They already made a shirt of it. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah, I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here here's the thing though with this team, man. Uh, this is a a uh, a crazy crazy scene from what you know this is all nevin what happened because you know madden would have shrugged it off and said peace and love let's continue to play ball let's do what's not getting us w's and you know nevin went up there and he i knew he orchestrated this because once like you said was not the schedule starter once was looking to get uh thrown out and they got a couple innings out of him before he got thrown out but when, here's the thing Oh yeah, absolutely. Because when have you seen Nevin do a spot starter? He hasn't. That's so true. that's true. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. So Suarez was the intended dude. Look, it worked out both ways. I think this is a team building exercise. Number one, and number two, they got the most innings out of Suarez they've had all year. You know, he's only given him four and a half, five max. He pitched. Yeah, he did six great solid. today. Yeah, he pitched six solid. He was really good, and uh, you could tell he was pissed off too because he was involved in the fight. So I'm going to name a few names uh, of players, and you tell me if they're goats for what they did or they're pussies. We're, we'll, Sassy. <laughs> yeah, we'll start with Stassi. What do you guys God. What do you oh, think about Stassi, man? It's not even the fact that what he did today was uncalled for. You're the catcher. You're the first man. You're the first man that he had to go through, and you just, like, kind of let it happen. Yeah. It's not even that. He's, yeah. he's been – pissing me off for the past couple of weeks ever since oh, LA, yeah. where he had the opportunity yeah. to even like tie it up mm -hmm. uh, he, he just looks at a pitch and then ever since then just somewhat bad defensive plays offensively it doesn't even look like he's trying mm -hmm. uh, he, he's yeah. just kind of jogging to the bases you know it's uh he's been pissing me off recently he's not old he's fairly young he has no excuse for this um yeah 
<laughs> yeah, he's reminding me of like when we first got him from Houston when we when we did the trade in 2019. Like, I feel like that's exactly how he is right now. Like, not doing nothing. And yeah, there, I don't know if you guys remember when we first brought him in. Yeah, he was barely yeah, hitting 200. Time where I was. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of time where I'm like, whoa, he he might be like a not like the next Buster Posey, but he can be like a solid pitcher that can or a solid catcher that can get us through the game, that can get a couple of hits, maybe a couple of runs, and then. Unfortunately, yeah, like, yeah, like, you know, like, I was glad when we extended him for a few years, and now I'm just like, well, now I look at it this way we still need a catcher. I think you slide Suzuki out of there. What you're going to do with Wallach or or the other guys down in in AAA, I don't know, but you're going to need a major league catcher that can play four or five times a a week. Stassi can maybe even max give you three times a week, and that means you have to see Suzuki two or three times. So he's not been durable, he's been injured off and on. He's having a terrible year after getting extended. I thought he would be much better. Like I thought his finishing numbers would be like 15 homers, 60 RBIs, or 55 RBIs, 270 average. I could take that. But he's not going to give you anything close to that this season. He's been a disappointment. And so when that first pitch hit Winker, like you said, Stassi turns his back. He almost like looks at the pitcher once. Is like, I don't care. If he, if he rushes me, he rushes me. I don't care. I'll knock him out. Because I knew he wasn't going to go after Wants. You see how big Wants is, and, and then oh, so he's a big guy. yeah, and so then the umpire is grabbing, you know, uh, Winker, and Stassi's still not doing nothing, and then he's progressively yeah. making his way to your dugout. Grab the son of a bitch, doesn't, yeah. and then so he actually walks away from home plate, and then here come all the Mariners. He has a chance to grab one of those five, and he's like, uh, "The dugout's over there, boys. Go for it." Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't get into like the very last second where he's pulling like one or two guys or pretending to hold them back. I'm like, what a freaking pussy, dude. He's probably like, ah, I ain't trying to get hurt today, you know. Like, <laughs> he's not trying to mess up his face. Trying to mess up his face. Oh god. Yeah. He's like, I just shaved this morning. I'm messing this up. No, but why, you why know what was hilarious? Taylor Ward in? Why yeah. Why to put Taylor Ward in? Like, was yeah. he a catcher in the minors? Could we? Do you think that would ever be a possibility? No, I think he's he's settled in his outfield. He likes to play outfield. Really? Yeah. Uh, damn. Oh, well. You know, it was hilarious, you know, like how I put in your chat earlier in the post game. I was like, I didn't know they hired Taylor Ward as a custodian picking up some flowers. Oh, yeah, he was picking up some <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Myself threw that out. I asked the security guard. I'm like, hey, man, stadium food is too fucking expensive here. Come get me a bag. Give me a bag. Give me some bubble gum. Yeah. Yes. That, that was really <laughs> random because it was after the fight and we we're like oh we're, we're doing it again okay bet and then yeah that, that, was, that was a little weird well since we're talking about Iglesias that was dope because I've seen that with the Dodgers they had this one guy Perez who went ape shit in their dugout one night after oh, yeah, being thrown out. yeah and he started beating the crap out of the Powerade throwing stuff on the field that's what Iglesias reminded me of except he was ready to go and bust a winker and take on the Mariners dugout by himself and I thought that was really that was really tough because he showed his muscles and he was like, "Come on, you know, you." That, that was awesome. That was firing up the crowd that was there. Uh, so he's he's definitely a a goat. Now we'll talk about what you guys brought up earlier. McKinnon, same thing, goat or or pussy. Thor, there. Thor. There That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. So you Not got the punch. He got the punches in, right? You saw those punches. Yeah. He, he got, oh yeah. He got one, two, three, four, five. He. He got multiple in. Nice, nice. Now, another guy who, again, has just been introduced to the Angels coming over from Miami, Harrison. I give that dude major props. 
You just oh, walked yeah. onto this team, and he's in there fighting for his boys, helping them out, throwing punches. I mean, how impressed were you he was by Harris? Great defense too. He was just option everybody that didn't do shit in the yeah. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Stassi, who else? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not only was he playing good offense, he was playing good defense. You know, like he he was hitting some guys if he needed to, but he was pulling up the guys he needed to help out. So good on that guy. Good on that guy. Could it? Couldn't see a change up for his life today, but hey, he he could he could fight. So That's yeah, he did strike out a lot on those uh, on the changeups, but oh, I thought he made a crucial slide at home. He watched that Trout was going to get thrown out, and he booked it to home and just got in there safe. Did you see how close that was? That was ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. how close it was until I saw the replay. But, oh well, he was he was jogging, yeah, and then he had the, yeah he was jogging, but then he had the awareness to look back, and he's like, oh shit, he's going to get thrown out, and he booked it. And he slid in there just to see, and then he was like, safe, I made it, I made it. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. He's got good awareness. That's already better than Adele. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Adele would have probably just slipped. Yeah. yeah I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to the starting lineup when I got there. It was so damn hot. I see this guy in the outfield. I'm like, oh, Adele here? Like, I didn't know Joe Adele got called up because Joe Adele used, like, the one red sleeve and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, Juan Lagares got got uh, assignment or whatever. And I'm like, who? is that and then i realized it's harrison but yeah so far so good just look at the change a little bit better yeah i think his hitting will come around you know he's had a little bit of experience but he, he's had better you know he's been a 4a guy so i'm hoping that this will be you know another year that he could turn around but um again the angels had guys in there to get in the fight uh renifo was in there um sandoval um i was very concerned about him he was almost getting trampled there for a second Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that's another I was reason about Rendon too. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to Rendon in a. Okay. And Walsh got buried under there too. Yeah, that that's the problem. And here's what I'm gonna explain: the way that I don't know if you noticed JT, but if you watch the dugout or the bullpen guys run out, they didn't run out how they normally run out, where they're just jogging and you know they're carrying a jacket or whatever like that. But they're not really. I mean, these guys are pushing each other as they're running out there. And then they and then they got in there and they were pushing everyone against the screen. The fans were banging on a, on a screen that they thought was plexiglass at a hockey stadium. It's more dangerous when you have it in a corner, like you've seen Pittsburgh and Cincinnati or St. Louis and Pittsburgh fight. How they go against the dugouts, how they go against the backstop. It's dangerous like that. People get pinned. People are pushed up against the fans. So it's it's better when the fight is on the mound or around home plate. And because of Stassi's pussy self. The fight made it to the Angel dugout, and that's what made it dangerous. That's why guys were slipping in the dirt, and that's why Sandoval wound up being on the ground. Coaches wound up being – I mean, I felt bad for Nevin, and whoever was around Nevin, they're pussies because you had Winker in his face for a good minute, and nobody was pulling Winker out of his face. I would have been like, hey, man, get the fuck out of the way my coach, you know? So they didn't really step up for Nevin right there. And and then you got Walsh getting trampled – Sandoval getting trampled, but you saw some Mariners taking some licks, though, man. <laughs> yeah, they were taking some licks. You see JP Crawford throw that punch, just immediately hit that uh, the above part of the dugout. Yeah, you know talking about? Yeah, that yeah. First punch is, I know how hard that thing is. That is straight concrete. There's yeah. no padding on that, there's no nothing. He punched concrete as hard as he could. 
Good on yeah. him. I remember I was yelling at the TV once. I'm like, oh, my God, Mike Trout could murder all you guys if he wanted to, but he won't. <laughs> yeah. you know, it was so funny. You, you, could, you could see, like, uh, Shohei Otani's jog and smiling, have a good time, just, like, slowly pull back one of the Mariners guys. But, like, he he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Some fun. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to hit anyone. What? I got another bobblehead night in a couple weeks. I can't hit anyone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you know I just they just gave away my snow globe? <laughs> yeah, I, I I gotta sign some snow globes today. I can't have a broken hand for that. Come on now. Hey, you know what? goes on the snow globe getaway, people will be throwing shattered snow globes at the freaking Mariners. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, see, you guys are you guys are too young to remember when they used to have bat night or baseball night. They used to give away baseballs. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, I don't remember that. They can't do that no more, man. And it wasn't it wasn't your styrofoam balls either. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah, So I, um, I was talking to my buddy about it. And I was wondering, like, I, I I could care less, but I'm like, I remember it seemed like every single day or every other day they were like giving away like Mike Trout, like the replica jerseys. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. the Colt add-on. They have they don't do that anymore. It, it's so weird because now they have two two good players that can be doing that for. It, but I noticed that today. It's it's a little weird. They actually. You know what's really dumb is like those girls that have like those guns that shoot those like those souvenir shirts into the seats. I noticed oh, yeah. all those shirts are just shirts with Mike Trout's big face on it. For real? <laughs> yeah. So super... I got one a few years ago, and then it was his face. And then someone next to me on uh, Tuesday, was it Tuesday? Wednesday, when I was there, um, got one, and it was Mike Trout's face. I'm like, they still have these? What the hell? How many did they make? Yeah, so um, the Ducks need to follow that because they have, like, a similar thing like that. And when you open it up, it's like a Ducks logo on the front, and on the back it says Powered by Cox. Like that company, yeah. So they need to change that sponsorship because I don't think they're really like looking into that too much. Like, oh, it's, it's an service. I'm like, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Yeah, powered by, powered by Cox. Like, come on, they got to think about it. They got to think about it a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be misinterpreted so many ways. But yeah, uh, just, like listening on the radio broadcast, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be powered by Cox? And who's Cox? What are you talking about, Rock and Lodge? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, there's a lot of Cox at the stadium tonight. <laughs> John Stamos night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, I'm telling you, uh, this the other thing I want to say, the interpreter, Shohei Otani's interpreter, he got in there and pulled some guys off. So, um, I completely forgot. Yeah, there was, yeah. So, we had we had some unsung heroes today, and then the Angels held on and played a really good game at the end. Renifo with a home run, McKinnon with a RBI, Harrison sliding in, stuff like that. So, that was good. Um, so yeah, like, what do you guys take out of this? And, and do you think that this fight is going to unify this team and hopefully get this team on a run against Chicago here? Yeah, so um, Rysel was talking about a post game, and he said he's they're going to fight like this every single night until they can, till they're making the playoffs. I respect that. Hopefully, he doesn't mean physically fight every single night, but um, mm. yeah, ho- hopefully this puts a little spark in them. It's either going to put a spark in them or do absolutely nothing. So hopefully, it does a little something, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh geez, I hope he doesn't mean physically. Otherwise, he's gonna be throwing sunflower seeds on the yeah, third base exactly. line every time we're losing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're gonna so. need like an, an attendant just for myself, you know. Exactly. They'll have a sunflower boy instead of a bat boy or a ball boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Levi is gonna be the sunflower kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, this team though, it's 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 got to get better. I mean, they got Chicago yeah. coming up. Um, you know, I, they got to find some pieces for this lineup. Whether they got to do waiver deals, trade deals, whatever, um, the the pieces just aren't working. And if the hitting instructor is not willing to help, unfortunately, they have to make some deals. Um, is this team good enough? Do you think to recover from this? Because it's one thing to say, okay, hopefully they can build off this. But can they recover from their 14 game losing streak? You know, they they're basically seven. No, they're eight and twenty-seven in their last thirty-five games. Eight and twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can necessarily recover, but I think they can survive. They're definitely not going to be that team they were at the beginning of the year, but who knows? Um uh maybe a couple trades away from from maybe even becoming like a, a wild card contender. And if they go in, like, who knows what's going to happen? Like the 2002 Angels, like they weren't the greatest team. Like they weren't even the best team in their division, it seems like, with the money ball scenario. But um, yeah, if, if you get in the dance, you never know what's going to happen. Um, get a good trade in, get rid of some pieces that you don't need, maybe change up some, some batting stances or formats, and who, who knows what happens. Baseball's a crazy sport. You know, it's interesting because I remember Justin Upton had changed his batting stance in spring training with us. But I don't know if you guys noticed, but now that he's with Seattle, he, he has his old batting stance back. Did you guys notice that? No, I didn't notice that, actually. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. so I Try thought that was interesting. <laughs> Maybe they're like, what the hell are they teaching you over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, you guys touched on Rendon. Yeah, Ren, Ren, and okay. look, what do you guys think about Rendon? Just getting that surgically repaired wrist done, and he's the first one out there. Throwing a left-handed slap to Winker's face. So I feel like me and the rest of every single Angels fan in history is not the biggest Rendon fan. It's kind of seeming like we just pulled ourselves in a, another Albert Pujols, you know? So um, yeah, uh, I, I've always thought about him being injury-prone. If he, like, breaks a fingernail, he's out for two years, it seems like. Uh, and even when he's healthy, he's not necessarily performing like he was in Washington. But um, he definitely earned my respect today. He, uh, I don't hate him as much <laughs> today. So, um, good for him sticking up for his team, even with a uh, with a uh, um, with opposite hand. Now we know for sure he's a switch hitter. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that left hand is going to take him places. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Powered yeah. by Cox. <laughs> but yeah you know like i was super hyped when we signed him in 2019 like i bought his jersey as soon as they were releasing them you know like and i feel like i would have never thought he was going to become a bust like this like yeah like even like one of my friends was predicting like oh my gosh that might be another pools contract and i was like no don't say that don't say that but now it's like man he was right it, it it's like really it's weird like that whole signing thing is uh the garrett cole thing and like Right as we didn't get Garrett, I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. And then, like, a couple minutes later, Anthony Rendon. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it was so weird. It's just, you could tell that they were like, well, we got to get someone, you know? So, it was really weird. They're basically yeah. on Epler. You got to sign someone for $245 million. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I remember I was hanging out with my friend that night, and, like, and he's a diehard Angel fan like I am. And I remember, like, we were hanging out at Knott's Berry Farm the night they signed Anthony Rendon, and we were, like, hyped, like, yo, we signed Rendon, let's go, let's go. My other friend's like, no, that's too much money. Yeah. We need it for pitching. And I'm like, I know, just like, you know. Yeah. And that, that was a joke now. It's so funny. It went for years saying, but, you know, whenever we pick up a guy, but can he pitch? But can he pitch? And now oh, yeah. it's like, now we have the pitching. It's like, but can he hit? Can he can hit? hit? <laughs> so I think that's what, that's, what's got to change. I mean, I yeah, really need a new catcher. 
Like, I feel like we haven't had a good catcher since Maldonado, and that was a while ago. So. And he wasn't even all that good. He just yeah. defensively, he was sick. Um, but I really pretty good as a recent though. Yeah, he has. Uh, I I just feel. I feel right now that if they can fill these gaps with some good hitters, contact guys, this the pitching's good enough to win. It really is. It's been yeah. underrated even when we were losing. And uh, you know, my my dad gets frustrated because he's like, "Boy, they're giving up runs in the first inning again." You know, he gets mad and it's like, "Well, you know, one nothing, three nothing should not be that hard to come back from, but it feels like we're down seven nothing." You know, and, and the pitchers always got to pitch perfect almost. So, yeah, like when Seattle took the lead last night, it, it already felt like the game was over, but it ended up being over, unfortunately. But, you know, like Otani was really close to walking it off. Like, like he had a good swing, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah, he kind of just got under it. But uh, uh, thoughts on the White Sox series, predictions on the three-game series. Are, are we going to get any rally Chris's here? Are we going for a sweep? Are we losing the series? What's going on? So, I'm hoping uh, we can at least win one series. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's going to be Tuesday. That's the night we're those city jerseys, those beautiful city jerseys. So, um, <laughs> oh, we're wearing I, those Tuesday nights. Sweet. I'll be yeah, there. Yeah. Tuesday night. So. And they're giving out those cups. It's like a bunch of cups. It's like a Mike Trout. Uh, you see, I don't get Fletcher those cups. Like, I'm throwing the Rendones away. I'm throwing that one away. <laughs> you see, like, it's the cups, be, it's like, why? It's like, it's like, oh, it's like, and then my cousin's like, well, you're already getting one of those cups with like a large drink there i'm like i know it's like they should be giving us like a free drink voucher in each cup or something <laughs> no, honestly, yeah honestly. yeah so, or, uh, or maybe it's like hey you guys got to play flip cup you know what i mean here's some flip cups but uh oh, yeah. God. No, no, no. Uh, every, every single one is like every single time the angels get up a run you get a free beer in this cup oh. get drunk. <laughs> or they'll do like the or they'll drunk. do like the cup song with those four cups oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. red solo <laughs> cup no, I think uh, I think what's going to happen is if uh, if you really want to make people drunk in the stands or even at home, challenge them to take a drink every time they strike out because we've been averaging oh, double strikeouts, you know. So you already know it's going to be three of Velasquez. <laughs> God, oh my gosh, it's something I forgot to mention last night. Like there was like this older guy that was there. He was he was frustrated. He was yelling his frustration. Like, we had runners on base with Velasquez coming up. He's like, oh, shit, the inning's over. He's coming up. <laughs> yeah, and it's Nevin's starting to pull him more and more. So, you know, yeah, he, he could be hitting the showers a lot quicker now. You know, a catcher that I feel like we that was somewhat good with us was Kevin Smith in 2019. You guys remember him? Vaguely. I know he played yeah. with us, yeah. Yeah, like like he was like he had some home runs here and there, but, but he was he was a solid catcher. He wasn't the greatest, you know. I still feel bad for how we did Luke Roy after his his broken <laughs> nose. Like right after that, we just gave him up. But yeah, I thought that was Green, so effed um, up. But the guy in Houston, you know, Jason Castro. He was yeah, Jason solid. Castro too. He, he, can get a, he reminds me of Matt Duffy if you're a catcher. Yeah. You know what sucks about Castro? He never got a fair shot with us here, dude. Like, we were so quick to get rid of him, dude. (laughs) You see, like, my cousin – or not my cousin, but one of my good friends was upset because his last name is Castro. So, well, he was like, I I need to get his jersey. I need to get his jersey. But now he's like, dang it. Yeah. (laughs) um, I don't know if if y'all remember John Hester. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. My dad, right when we found out we got some John Hester jerseys, everyone thought we were related to him. He was like, nope, we just happened to have the same last name. I guess we're his biggest fan, and I think he got about one hit. <laughs> not, I feel not, like not we didn't great. give um, 
feel like we didn't give Ian Kinsler a lot either when we had him in 2018. Like, I remember how hyped I was when we got him. Yeah, he did pretty well, I feel like. It, but I was I was like in middle school at the time. Wow. I, I hated that guy when he was with Texas because – I remember one year, one year was, I want to say it was 2012 or something like that. It was one of the years where the Angel had had came back and made the playoffs, but it was early, it was maybe June, and Texas came here and swept us and made us look like shit. And and, um, Kinsler was pointing to our dugout and our players and said, get the fuck off the field at our own park. And the players and the fans heard it. The, the the fans heard it and the players heard it. So later in the season, <laughs> the Texas That's returned scary. and the Angels had jumped them in the standings and were about ready to sew up the division. Uh, the players were telling him to get the fuck off the field <laughs> when they <laughs> you get the fuck off. The yeah, field. <laughs> dude, everyone was booing the crap out of Kinsler the rest of the year. It was awesome. So when he came, when he actually came to the Angels, I was like, we got Kinsler. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what the? Yeah, he didn't fit. He didn't fit the. Huh? Yeah, that's gonna be Winker when we play them. When we play the Mariners, that's gonna be Winker, you know. Well, I hope so. Ape shit. I, we we yeah. better boo him a lot like we did with Altuve, dude. I swear, like we, we better be throwing beers on the field at this pitch. And stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, okay. I remember too, like like my uncle because I was watching game. My uncle's like, dude, if I was one of those fans right there, he flipped off. I would have thrown my beer on the field at him. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, yeah. So I guess someone threw his pizza at him. So. <laughs> yeah. He got some shit for but, that um, for sure. Yeah. Any but final anyway, thoughts uh, uh, on the on on, uh, on anything we're talking about tonight? I I just think we're gonna take one out of three for the White Sox. The White yeah, Sox. I'm hoping one out of three. Good. Even yeah, even when they aren't the best team in baseball, they're still fairly good. They got the talent. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I don't think we can beat that talent three consecutive games in a row. I think we get the one. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, we can at least get one or take two unless, you know, Tony La Russa take, pulls a Tony La Russa, you know. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, we had Joe Maddow. At least we didn't have Tony La Russa, so. There yeah. you go. Oh, it's La Russa. Okay, that's how you say it. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> if we can, if we can <laughs> somehow get Rally Chris to the stadium, you know, winning two out of three, <laughs> I'm hoping for two out of three, but I'm realistically saying one out of three. I mean, it would be awesome if they were somehow to sweep Chicago because then they could salvage the homestand. But uh, if they don't get three out of three against Chicago, we're going to have a losing homestand again. So, yeah, and that's like tough. Usually, like, usually it's like I feel like we have good luck at home, but this year it's just not it. Yeah. We started off good. pretty depressing, though, like because right after Chicago, we're going to go right to Houston and play them. So, oh, brother. Um, yeah, I, assuming that we take one out of three, that's, I feel like it's going to be pretty rough. I think can, it's going to be three out of six, if anything. Can you believe that we were once at a plus 43 differential of runs? I, I don't even want to look at it right now. I don't. I know we're either yeah, zero. Now we're like one of like the worst teams in strikeouts right now. So We are, we are the worst team. The stat that you posted a couple of days ago where it was like uh, Otani and Trout practically had the same amount of runs as the whole – Angels roster, like. Oh my God! When I saw that, I was like, "Oh, stop it! I get it." Obviously, the Angel, uh, Otani and Trout should have a large amount, but come on, guys! Like Brandon Marsh, I thought you were solid. Jared Walsh, you were an All Star last year. Caleb Ward, even though you've been injured, like, come on, man! You even kind of cold recently. Step it up a bit. You You see, like when we got swept by LA, I felt like we got bullied. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. But it's it's weird though, because brother beat the hell out of us. 
And you know what? It's weird though, because we usually own them, but even in those two games, like it didn't feel like they they kicked our ass at all. It just felt like they were, like you know, we're just not going to let you score. And then we're like, all right, you know, like <laughs> we kind of <laughs> gave up. Like the pitching was there. The pitching looked like, hey, we're going to win this, but the hitters were just like, ah, just we, we're not feeling it. And and the Dodgers weren't doing that much. They didn't really impress me. Even that no hitter, I'm like, dude, there's some innings where they could have worked walks, could have got hits, and they. I'm so glad Otani broke that. I would have oh, like I had a heart attack if they no hit us. I was I was working that night and I kept on saying no hit watch. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You see, if we get no hit by anybody else, I don't care about the Dodgers, a freaking rivalry. It's like no, no. Hit three times by random teams and no hit once by the Dodgers. Like there's, there's yeah. no way. I would have I really want the Angels to to exact revenge at home. I don't think they will, but I really want them to get those two games at home because they look flatter than a pancake hitting wise in Dodgers. Yeah, team, so. it's too bad for Reed Detmer is that he's back down in the minors. I feel like he just had that lucky game. I, I, I think it's I think it might be good for him. Honestly, we all know he has the stuff to do it. We've seen it in college and we've seen it in the pros. Like, not everyone gets a no hitter, you know. Um, I, yeah. I think it's just a confidence thing. Like, you need to you need to fix some things, tune up some some throws get that confidence back and then go back up again like he I, had a hard schedule for a while so yeah i think him yeah. him and suarez they leave too many pitches up on the outside corner work and they and they they throw too many pitches uh fall into walks they don't trust their fastballs and and uh and uh change-ups as much uh their sliders and curves especially detmers his curves and sliders are too far up in the zone so they get tattooed a lot so he's got to he's got to use more of his fastballs and changeups more than more than anything. I think that's hopefully what they're working on in Triple A. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, I, I pre- oh, go ahead. Three weeks. I I, I was saying I give him about like three weeks till he comes back up though. I, I like think so. Be like a quick, Brief, yeah. Quick, just get that confidence back, fix some things, and get back up there. You guys think Joe Adele will be back up at all this year? Or? Yeah, I think so. Uh, injury, if if there's injuries, I feel like. I feel like I feel like they should put Marsh down and then maybe give Adele another chance. But or do you guys think Marsh is here to stay because they like his left field catches? I just think he's here to stay, but every once in a while there's off days. Like Mike Trout gets a day off every once in a while. Uh, same with Taylor Ward or Brandon Marsh. So I feel like uh, if anything, uh, he comes in for like a substitute type of outfielder. Joe Madden was giving way too many people days off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just, just think Marsh is – oh, go ahead. It just makes me wonder where this team would be right now if Perry didn't fire him. You know, it's just – We'd be looking at prospects right now. <laughs> like, hey, we're going we to be first. Number one prospect. Yeah. <laughs> like the Reds. Yeah, I mean, like this this, this really hurts with Marsh because I really thought – had big expectations for him. I thought he'd have more stolen bases. He'd be more uh, out there as far as singles and doubles. You know, I thought Brandon Marsh was going to be like a Charlie Blackman, honestly. Like, not yeah. just because of his beard, but just because, you know, I feel like he had that in him. Yeah, or even like – defensive play still, though. So, yeah. That's, that's even like an Erstad type of player, high on base percentage. But he's been swinging at so many sliders just out and over the plate, low or inside and low. He's looked terrible up there, dude. Like how I swing in MLB the show a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uppercutting. <laughs> Trout swung at a bad one. Was it today or last night or Friday? And it was like really out. And he just swung at it. And I was like, oh my God, Mike. Yeah, probably you can't do that. Because like he got walked so much today. It was absolutely absurd. He got that Mariners are scared of him, I guess. That great hit screaming down the line. But like 
guy. Besides that, like he, he was going for a jog the majority of the game. Damn. Crazy stuff. Well, all right, guys. I appreciate you guys coming on, doing the show with me when Fernando's absence, and you guys are welcome on anytime. We'll probably hook up here soon, but definitely look for JT to be doing his TikToks and for the memes coming from Vince. Uh, on Halos in the infield and uh, hit up there. Uh, you guys want to promote your uh, private pages or? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah, mine is uh, Vince Jr. underscore Tales and One. So, and my meme page is is IE underscore memes. Mm-hmm. And mine is uh, JT Hester. Uh, dot between the JT and the Hester. Last E and Hester is a three. So just JT Hester. There you go. So for Halos in the infield, JT and Vince, you guys have a good evening. Thank you. Likewise.